Africa Update on SAFM Sunrise, a continental overview of current African affairs. Good morning. Steve Ovo, refresh and Jambo Africa to the listeners. In Sudan, uh, negotiations for a ceasefire between the Sudan Armed Forces and the Paramilitary Rapid Support Forces, they've ended in deadlock. This is very bad news. This is very worrying, Stephen, for the uh, North Africa I mean, for the North African part of the continent, and more so looking at the efforts by the AU, the efforts by the IGAD, Intergovernmental Authority, and as well as the USA that has been engaged in Jeddah, the capital city of Saudi Arabia, where they've been engaging with the Sudanese armed forces and the paramilitary rapid support force. One of the rumors, Stephen, that is coming is that the Sudanese government accused also um, United Arab Emirates for supporting the rapid support forces the other issue is that both forces have been um uh, i mean delaying to can withdraw from the key towns uh, so that they can build what we call confidence build measures uh, in this conflict and we are having many refugees even since this conflict erupted in april now when you have a stalemate when you have the uh, talks being put off being put on hold that will mean that it will still be a long way to go for these two generals to come into agreement General Abdel Fattah Al-Buran, as well as General Mohamed Hamdani Dagalu. And then in Sierra Leone, the government there announcing 43 new arrests in connection with that coup attempt. That coup attempt of uh, November 26, uh, it brings the number now to 57. We look at 37 soldiers, 10 civilians, four soldiers who were being expelled from the army, five active police officers, and one who retires, Stephen. These are the people that have been named by the office of the, I mean, the deputy minister of information, Yusuf Sandi, yesterday, and not specifying uh, the arrest of these 43 that were arrested this week, but the government still going to be taking uh, action against them, Stephen, because remember Julius Madabio, the president, responded that they will definitely uh, deal with this issue of undermining of the rule of law in Sierra Leone. They will take action against these 57 people who have been arrested of the attempted coup of November 26. And then in Mauritania, the former president, Mohamed Old Abdel Aziz, sentenced to five years in jail. Sentenced to five years, but these lawyers, they say they will appeal. This is a trial that has been going on for 11 months since January. But when you look back, Stephen, it will date back to 2008. It look back uh, that it was around the issues of money laundering, the abuse of power by the former president, that this trial has taken so long that uh, yesterday he was sentenced to five years. And his lawyers are saying that this was a political trial. They will try by all means to appeal uh, this wicked judgment that came out from Mauritiana. And this is a challenge, Stephen. Others are saying it is a, a good sign that even the leaders who come out of power, they can be prosecuted. They cannot claim presidential immunity when they've abused the state power and squandered the state resources. And then in the DRC, there's an unease and uncertainty for displaced communities in the east of the country. And the east of DRC, Stephen, if you have been there before, you'll understand your Ruchuru, Masisi, Walikale, the eastern part of DRC. They are worried about these elections, whether they'll be able to vote. 14 days from now, as we are doing countdown, two weeks from now, Stephen, is that M23 is still active in the eastern DRC in Goma, just 20 kilometers outside the capital city of Goma. And now that they are worried, Stephen, is that it appears that the Electoral Commission will not even reach those areas uh, outside Goma. 
for them to cast their vote. It means their right to vote will be waived because of this conflict that has been and that has been waged between the M23, the M23, as well as the government of Felix Sesekedi. Knowing that the East Africa community have been moved out, we are still waiting for the SADC mission to go into the DRC, Stephen. And looking that it's a rainy season also, might be quite difficult to say how do you also access voters who are in the flung rural areas when DRC decides on 2023 in the next coming two weeks. And we'll stay in that country for our archive, the 6th of December 2006. 17 years ago, their president, uh, Joseph Kabange Kabila, the former president Kabila, was inaugurated as the first democratically elected president uh, in over 40 years where there was no uh, government in the DRC that was clear from Sese uh, Seko to Joseph uh, Laurent Kabila to his father to son. Now, remember former president Habombeji, others they said he played a critical role in the inter-Congolese dialogue that was in San City in 2001. But Kabila, he has retired, but others are saying still have a push towards Martin Fayula as a candidate to this coming elections in the DRC. Asante Sana SG is still leading the conversation, SAFM. Russ Advocate Sipo Mantula, thank you so much. Of course, back tomorrow morning is from our continent through the day here on SAFM.